the city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 99. This episode is brought to you by COVID-19 lockdowns, and probably contains lower quality audio than our usual. Thanks for bearing with us. So, yeah. as I say, you're in the Cinderlands, just kind of chilling um, at the moment, a bit outside the Acropolis of the Enshrined. Crojan uh, has taken Amalia Eyes of Flame off. Um, you have uh, Aren, the Red Mantis Assassin, sort of tied up over there-ish, generically. And Seol is either hanging about or departing on his own bat, depending on whether people want him for anything or not. And the floor is yours. Start with Alagos and Ren. Alagos is at at some point while the rest of us was looking at treasure and researching items has carried Ren off into a corner and had an afternoon, spent an afternoon talking to him. Yeah, you've, you've openly seen him do it. He's not making any real secret of it. Yeah. Um, so Ren was tied up to a tree. I went and sat down, sat down next to the tree for a couple of hours. What people would have seen. Yeah, chatted, pretty, chatted to him. Pretty much. Um, and at some point when, uh, maybe that evening or afternoon meal, um, well, I guess, um, um, would, uh, talk to the group about, um, the prisoner. If that's what people want to deal with first. Yeah. Yep. We've been waiting many sessions to have this conversation. Let's have this conversation. All right. So um, during the meal of curry, which is a big relief from very bland and fish stew. (laughs) (laughs) It's not to make the meals not not quite so boring. He uses prestidigitation. But it, and it's also it's a meal with a lot of time for contemplation because we all watch each other eat. <laughs> it's yeah. it's gonna be so awkward. No, yeah. no, is that good, Darren? Because because you know I'm I'm getting hungry over here just watching you. Mm-hmm. It's like the restaurant delay, but for everyone. I have gabbed some little while with our hostage. So can so can we kill him now? <laughs> Uh, do we need to torture him for information? Uh, I look worried and then... Can anybody hear me? Yep. Yeah, now. It just went silent for a, a second. Okay, go to Elagos, sorry. Just, um... Uh, we thought perhaps... Uh, we might discuss his, uh, release. Release? 
Yay, release. There's a red mantis assassin. Well, I believe the man is considering his um, options in that hey. regard. Are you telling me you actually talked him out of being a Red Mantis successor? Seriously? Uh, uh, I believe he was questioning his face uh, to begin with. Uh, I could not claim credit for his own spiritual doubts. Ah. Is possible? Any soul may alter the course of their lives at any point. It is merely a motivation that is wanting. Alright. How can you trust that what he's saying isn't just him talking to get, get his ass out of trouble? Because uh, he's in a bit of a position at the moment. He could be saying whatever you need to hear. Uh, true indeed. Uh, true indeed. Uh, but there be ways, uh, for a cleric such as I to ascertain when, uh, someone speaks the truth. Did you use a spell on him to tell if he was telling the truth? Uh, verily so. Well, that's, I was going to suggest we have Silver go over there and read him, but I guess we've already did that. Well, I guess maybe, uh, I guess maybe it was a good thing I didn't kill him back in the temple there. I never thought you'd really be able to do it. Ah. Well, uh, do not, uh, do not take my word, but pray, uh, speak to the fellow yourself. Uh, Okay. Okay, we wander over to him. Okay, yeah. He's very skeptical of this, so this is going to wander over. Yeah. I would imagine Alagos wants to slope along with us and keep an eye on us to make certain we're... Uh, yeah, Alagos, yeah, he won't, um, it's not like he'll be like watching you to make sure you don't kill him. But he is kind of watching you to make sure you don't kill him. <laughs> yeah, but in a more subtle way. It right? was yeah. the torture yeah. comments, wasn't it? Yeah. It was yeah, the Karen. yeah. Karen's there as well. Make sure no one doesn't get too hasty. Alright, so in, in, in a unit, a relatively intimidating people slopes over to this tree. Yep. Where the guy is tied up with his hands behind his back and he has just been uh, watching this byplay between you all quite carefully. He's in no real position to eavesdrop on your conversation, but basically the guy is awake, he is alert, and he is fairly sharp. He is not ah. just some dumb look. Ah, Arin, wouldst thou dine upon this curry? Uh, let me find my axe. You don't carry Fuck no. Well, yeah, yeah. we wash the spoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fill the communal curry. That's how we make friends. Yeah. <laughs> Unless my eyes deceive me, that spoon appears to be rather empty. Tis uh, magic. Observe, and I will eat some of the curry off the spoon. Yeah, I, I'm not sure... Um. I, I have this weird suspicion, uh, just give me a moment to talk this up, uh, 
Sustains If it's placed in an uh, if it's placed in an empty container, right? So when you put it in a bowl, it fills up with stuff. That oh, okay, that's that's better. I was I was yeah. wondering if it was um I was wondering if it was when you put it in your mouth, it does that. So, so I'll have a small bowl of curry, and while people are talking to him, I'll like feed him spoonfuls oh. of curry because oh. his his um my arms are tied up. Yep. Om 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 om. Yes, not bad. I've had worse. So, we hear that you are defecting from the Red Mantis. I don't know that I'd quite put it that way, but... It would seem that the choices I have made have led me to an outcome that I'm not particularly desirous of. Your friend Elagos tells me that people can change no matter how far they've come down a certain path. I don't believe it entirely myself. I can't see Cinnabar altering her ways, none, but he sort of shrugs slightly. And he can uh, extend you the same arguments and conversation that he's extended Elagos. I'm just not going to play out the exact same conversation again at length. So do you want to give us just a brief summary of what he tells us so we have some context? Because I listened to the audio, but I'm not sure everyone else has. Okay, no. Uh, so, or do you want to, Elagos? Oh, yeah. I can do that in character. Sure. Um, this fine uh, fellow uh, is desirous of uh, a change in situation, uh, uh, both for his uh, mortal circumstances and uh, life beyond. Uh, I believe that uh, a man such as he should be given the chance to alter those circumstances to the best of his ability, and he has a great need to uh, uh, leave off uh, the activities he was performing on behalf of the Red Mantis assassins and pursue uh, less homicidal opportunities. <laughs> I'm helping him write a CV, it's fine. Yeah. Bounty hunting doesn't have to be homicidal unless people push the point too much. Looking at time. Bounty hunting. Bounty hunting. Okay. <laughs> what would you convince him more Del Mondravius wasn't his first choice for a bounty? <laughs> what? Oh no, that's right, with Silver Rose, because you, your mom's got a bounty out on you. Oh. <laughs> Please don't bounty me. Um, what can you tell us about the redhead lady? Have we asked this question yet? I've already got some information out of him yep. about her. Which I can told us. Which I can recap for you if you desire. Um, yeah, sure. Um, Sounds good. So he has told you that um you know, he doesn't know Cinnabar particularly well personally, as far as he's concerned. Um she's several ranks above him in the Red Mantis and thus is much more likely to be heavily indoctrinated than he is. 
So he, he's no real idea what makes her tick, um, in terms of, ex- except that she's much more devoted to the Red Mantis order than he is, so presumably a combination of money and religious faith is what makes her tick. Um, he tells you that um, the useful information he told you was that one of her favorite tricks was to summon creatures, including Red Mantises, but also that she can turn herself into a Red Mantis. Um However, she is missing one of the fingers on her left hand, um, a present from somewhere in her training, presumably, and when she turns into a mantis, you can tell which one it is if you know what you're looking for, because it's got a slightly crippled claw, it's missing one of the, like, feeler forearm things that's on a mantis claw. Yeah, that's mildly useful information, Couple, yeah, Peter Pettigrew, if he was a summoner. Alright. Um, what well, say we, um, we go talk about this for a bit and just check we're all okay with this? Oh, sorry, I have just thought of the, um, the one more piece of vaguely useful information to you that he can tell you. Um, that Cinnabar, obviously the Red Mantis know you're in the Cinterlands. Um, they know that you are here doing stuff with the Shawante, whatever that looks like. Um, they don't have much more than that. Um, and that they are following you by a combination of scrying, physical tracking, um, effectively uh, questioning and following, questioning and working out where people are, um, that they are exploring the Shawante as well, the Skullqua, because they know you're invest- you're interacting with them. Um, and, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, magic, divination, scrying, um, Shawante is how they're sort of tracking you somewhat. Cool. He's not necessarily all that much useful you can do with that, but he knows what's happening, so he tells you. So I'm proposing that we um, go have a final confirmation conversation about letting him go out of earshot again. Slightly awkward having the, well, shall we kill him or shall we let him go when we're standing right here? You know, I have an opinion on this too. (laughs) Yeah, we know what his vote. We're we're considering a red precast. (laughs) I vote for myself. (laughs) We scold back to our camp. We wander back to our campfire. Is my proposal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Given that you've used your magic on, on him and you figure out he's telling the truth, I'm all right to let him go. I want to. Um, I want to say one more thing to him, and then I'm all right with it. And. I didn't think this was going to work, and if we could have had an argument back in the temple, I would have told you it was a stupid idea and would never work. But seeing that it has, Gar and I already kind of have a deal that if if we're fighting people that are actual people, that I won't, you know, finish any of them off. Um, But we sort of had an understanding that didn't apply to guys like Assassin. So given how this has worked out, I'm prepared to not... Um, I'm prepared to not kill anybody what's unconscious who's assassins as well. But don't look to me to save their lives. 
Can I ask first what spell you use to, to discern his lies? Uh, zone of truth. Zone of truth. So, either he is strong of will or he's actually telling the truth. And the more likely is that he's telling the truth. If you, um, out of character, if you want to backstop for that, Susan, you can, um, use your sense motive. Uh, also, you. with Zone of Truth, um, he can make his will save, um, and then, uh, it, it, basically, Elagos knows he's either saved or he hasn't. And then, if he makes his save, he can tell you lies, but you know that he's saved. Or, um, if he fails to save, he can't tell you lies, but he can just not talk to you. He was just saying something and he cut out. Oh, we need him know he's off the chat. Yeah, cutting in and out. Here we are. Uh, okay. Yeah, so so basically, long story short, is Elagos would know if he passed his save. Correct. Uh, what Elagos is doing works fine for the purposes of verifying that he's telling the truth. Okay. Yeah. As somebody who has had a darker past and is trying to change his ways, I'm happy with him going. I can hardly judge him if I don't judge myself. Is that is that the guy that Lucy had charmed? No, it's a different assassin. It's, it's the a love different guy. Okay. No, he left. We were doing the, I believe. Yeah, he left with Cinnabar. Um, Aren is the okay. guy that was upside down on the roof. Right. I he believe. was in there on his own, and then we took him out, oh, and, right. and then he was bleeding to death, and then Algos saved him. And I was all like, "Don't do that!" And we tried to have an argument in whispers, and then we just gave it up and stuck him outside to argue about it later. And now he has a name and a backstory, which oh, we should gosh. blame Meredith for. Yeah, but it's totally her. Oh, I'm sorry I'm playing the trick, <laughs> I know your pain. You're part of Team Lawful Good. Yeah. Alright, so I'm kind of assuming Garen's okay with this, but he's welcome to actually say so or not in character. Um, Garen just says that you know where he stands on these issues. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would, uh, you know, I mean... It, in, uh, I see him sort of clapping Elagos on the back. You don't. <laughs> so, what does Lucy say? Oh, Lucy doesn't care a lot about the guy, so um, as long as he, he swears that he's not going to come after us again. Cool. Alright, in that case, I want to talk to him quickly, personally, and then I think we're good to let him go. Anybody else can say stuff that they want, but I definitely want to. You're going to threaten him, aren't you? Of course I'm going to threaten him. <laughs> Is it toil day? Well, then. <laughs> well, of course you, of course. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's a given. Karen <laughs> uh, <current> is learning. <laughs> Alright. So, well, as we could say on this, well, I threaten the guy so that he doesn't come after us again. Um, so, Elagos is welcome to come back with me as Jack walks back towards the tree. <laughs> no, I, I think it's much more interesting through Ellie kind of resistance. So I cool. want to prove that I trust them, that they're not going to murder, murder him and Ellie afterwards, but, you know, I want to give them their space. Cool. So, and then Jack um, leans in, whispers to him, and he just, he just fell over with a slit throat. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. So Jack walks up to him. He's like, my friends are like, they're good people. They're soft, like. I'm not like that. I was going to kill you in the temple. He he nods, not particularly alarmed by this. So, if you come after us again, I'll kill you. No two ways about it. I hear that. I understand right where you're coming from. And... Sorry, go. I can't say if I see you lot charging with me with knives and earth shakers again that I'll exactly be all friendly like. Alright. But, you know, if we see you, like, around and you're not trying to kill us, then fair enough. And... As far as I'm concerned, you did die in that temple. I didn't see any Red Mantis assassins getting out of there alive. Except Cinnabar and that one that got away. He nods understandingly at this. Well, I think that would be the best thing for all concerned. Cool. Alright, and then um, Jack will um, get out a little dagger and cut his bonds. Yeah, he's... He's still, like, slightly sceptical. He's watching the knife the whole time as it goes down, comes back up. And, um... I'll, um, let you say your goodbyes, Salagos. Good luck, I guess. And to you. I think, on the whole, you'll probably have need of it, but not quite as much as Cinnabar's expecting. And Jack will grin and depart. I figure Alagoth and Ren can have a closing scene if they want to, or anybody else can talk to him. But Jack's cool. So, did anyone else want to talk to him? No. Question we can about Cinnabar often, then there's not a lot that we can get from him. <sighs> It's interesting to see whether or not we can protect ourselves from their scrying. There are magic spells that can do that, but you have to know them and cast them on a daily basis. And they only last hours, not days. It's quite intentionally quite hard to protect yourself against scrying. You can do it if you put enough resource into it. So, did anyone else want to talk to them? I think the answer was no. Okay. Well, very well, then. I hope when next we meet in this world, or the next, it will be under better circumstances. Yeah, well, in this world, almost certainly in the next. Or whatever comes after, who can say? I, th- I mean, I, <laughs> my whole life, all I've been thinking about is tomorrow and the next day, and with the mantis that went away, I knew what I was doing. I had uh, not faith precisely, but purpose, stability, and now. 
Well, he sort of raises his arms and stretches them out and gestures towards the miles of empty wilderness around him. Who knows which way to go from here? I have to find my own way, I guess. I'll gently reach out and... There is a compass in thine own heart. If thou wilt but listen... Fates be kind to you, Mr. Alagos. The world isn't, but maybe fate will be. The same thing, good sir. And he will give you a long, slow nod, and then steps back several paces, just almost instinctively sort of moving out of your range without taking his eyes off you, and then he turns and slowly walks off into the sunset. Kind of thing. Cool. Moving into the sunset. And we'll, like, give him a random listen, just so he's got water. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably that wouldn't go so far as to giving him his sawtooth sabers, which he'd probably also like back, but um, it's certainly not going to push the point. <laughs> no, sawtooth yeah. sabers are out. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. We didn't take it. We didn't take it for some spider coin. It's true. But I will give him a dagger so that he has some weapon. Yeah, that's that's a fair cop. But you know, a smaller, less 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 lethal weapon. Yeah. Alagos will return to um clearing at Seattle's board house. Yeah, it's I, fucking never ending supply of mummies. I think you, <laughs> you you followed what was happening there, didn't you, Meredith, as a player? Because you missed that bit where it turned out to be Seattle's bone house, I think. Yeah, no, I, I did. You told me I'm just annoyed because it's a, it's <laughs> Yeah, because of the mummies. mummies Understandable. Means me. Understandable. Alright. So, what's your desire from here? If you want, if anybody wants, um, Shadow Counts the Wall for anything, he is here. If not, um, he is going to turn and, uh, head away into the Cinderlands as well. Um, I want to straighten something out about him and say goodbye. I don't know if anybody else wants Link, I want a very quick scene with him. I am listening. So, first off, out of character, I remember he didn't particularly want a big share of the treasure, but does he want, like, a small amount of, um, like, 500 GP for the Brotherhood of Bones um, funds or something? Because he... Donation. Judging with us, and I don't remember what we agreed exactly, except that he wanted... Uh, that was pretty much his, um, his pitch, was he wanted to... Um, play with Shredwing to to get whatever answers he could. Like, ideally for him, he would walk off with it, but he recognizes that's not going to be a happening thing. Yeah, he recognizes our piece through superior firepower, and we have an understanding that we will effectively assist him in killing. We we will work towards the goal of kill, killing Casabon and thus returning his soul to Asmodeus. Yeah. So we're sort of. Loosely committed to that goal, and so far as you know, 
it's no skin of our, our nose where his soul goes afterwards. We just kind of want to get him in. Yeah, at, at this point, um, he will very actively ask where he can find you in Corvosa so that he can follow up on this at a later point, basically. Um, and with, the you mansion. know. Yeah, yeah and I think we tell him about our giant mansion where people can find us. Yeah. At the point where Octavia Mandravius is breaking down the doors, you know, we're, we're pretty much fine with Seal turning up. Yep. Uh, question, what, what did Seal tell us about the cloak? Uh... And is there more to find out about it? God, search me, it's been several weeks. Um... <laughs> he, I he... think we... He, he said it was an artifact. And yeah. I think, I believe the theory was what we know about it, what we were able to find out is the plus five, but that's not all it does, that's... Yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff. Do we need to do an identify, or does an identify not work on it? We did all this stuff already, I just don't remember what results we got. He very expressly cast a bunch of spells on Shredwing and about Shredwing, presumably like communes and that sort of thing, but he did not tell you what he found because that wasn't um, part of the deal. Um, what he either told you or you assessed from your own identify very rapidly was that it pegs as a plus five cloak of resistance, um, and yet, you know, to silver it feels definitely feels like it is capable of more, and it is obviously um, cursed not so much in the sense that it's negative, although given you know where you came from, it came from, negative is probably a pretty good bet, Um but it is linked to Silver. To get it off him, you're going to actually have to cast a remove curse to unlink him from it, and then it will just link with whoever else again. So the the basic message there is there's going to be no there's going to be no sort of just burying this thing in a hole and leaving it there. Yeah, but right now I'm cursed with it. Yes. Okay. So we like me wearing it, not wearing it doesn't matter. You do not know. Oh, okay. There's no, gar- there's no guarantee just because you're cursed to have it on your possession that wearing it wouldn't be worse. Yeah. I- identify tells I'm you. Sure that. Identify tells you that it's a plus five cloak of resistance. Yet logic tells you that it must be more than that because otherwise it wouldn't have left Seol and returned to Silver. Yeah. And also, you know that it is a part of Carsevon that Amelia Eyes of Flame has uh, endeavoured to destroy repeatedly and failed, which suggests that it's an artifact. And that's the limitations of what you're going to find out from just a basic first-level identify spell. So, I um, go to Seal and... Yes, I am here. Um, I just want to say thanks for helping out in there. You were really great. He gives a long, slow nod, which I am verbalizing because we are on audio only. Um, but, but see, always a guy who just, his conversations go for a long time because he pauses all the time. And he nods, he says, we are aligned in purpose. Your group and the Brotherhood of Bones, we both seek to see Cassavon's soul brought to its rightful and final resting place. 
Yeah. I am uncertain as to how this is to be done, but we have time to contemplate and ponder this. I am yep. certain that Asmodeus will see our paths cross again, bound in chains. Where I come from, we say, um, may the roads that walk bring you back, and Dead Jack responds with a um, more Desnan, um refrain at that point. But I think, yeah, whatever we, we don't have a lot in common about the stuff we believe, but we have a lot in common in terms of what we want to happen to Kazabon. So I think we can keep working together. That's all good. And may your spirit become refreshed and your feet not become oversore from the journey. But enough that you have felt the earth beneath your road. He says, giving you back a perfect Desnan prayer because he is, um, a highly accomplished religious scholar. Awesome. Okay, and at that point I think nobody else spoke out, so Shadow Count Giel wanders off. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he just says quick bye-bye, and uh, say say hi to Liori for me. I shall certainly communicate what has happened here to her. And I'll say, perhaps I might consider the fate of a man... Or elf, he says with a smile. Yeah, just after. Very unlike you, very unlike thyself, whose life, whose early life was dominated by pain and had not the chance to learn of any other virtue. And perhaps thou might see how thine own circumstances have left thy few colored. I'm basically saying he had a happy life and then horrible shit happened and it's changed his life. Yep. Like someone who all that year was pain, actually good things happening to them would completely change their... Mm. So his focus on pain is very much about what's happened to him and, and like someone who all they've known is pain doesn't actually need to learn about the pain, they need to learn other things. He nods at this. One could draw many conclusions from a long study of such matters over a lengthy human lifetime. Just the slight air of like, yeah, I've, I've, I've thought about this. Like, you know, I've been doing this a long time for a human. Yeah. Uh, of course you, of course thou hast. And I smile. <laughs> and he smiles back and steeples his fingers some more at you. He walks off? Uh, in fact, he will move off, turn around, command his house. It shrinks down to the size of a chess piece. He puts it, puts it in his pocket, turns, sort of just raises a hand to say farewell to you, turns away, casts something, and the winds whip up, and his body seems to dissipate into something of a cloud that vaguely looks like seal, and then goes whoosh off across the desert. 
Classy. Yeah, well, he's not fucking walking out of the Cinderlands. He doesn't even have a horse. Stone lies a scholar, and yet still in so many ways. Oh, I shake my head. All right, and here we are in a random spot in the Cinderlands. Yeah. Yeah. Let us move on. Yeah. So before we go jump into a giant walk. Had we done all the preparations that we wanted for that? <laughs> we, when we're going to get some... Pre- oh, hang on. We, what we're doing? We're going to jump into the mall? Uh, you, you haven't really done any much preparations for it at this point, but there's no compelling reason you no. need to have. We have to walk Jumping into the, uh, the creature, maybe. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, people still hearing me? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, wasn't sure if that was me or her. Um, so, I think if we're going to just put the, the lore of the creature... The Cinder Land creature. Yeah, so you got um, the... I'm just finding this on my computer orb. Uh, uh, Amalia Eyes of Flame gave you a mysterious riddle, which I'm trying to open and failing to. Clanny uh, to Guardian Shamik's foe. Deep in the moor you must go. Look in the fiery jaws of fear and see the answer, white and clear. That was the guidance you had to go off. The um, the clan eater is Cindermore, a gigantic worm that is supposed to uh, literally have a portal to the plane of fire in his stomach or something. Um, and we're we're going to get some sort of fire resistance? We already did, I believe. I have a scroll of resist fire 10. Could people check their equipment and see if they also have fire protection? I don't have anything. I just have endure elements. Um, no, as in items, not as in spells. I don't. I don't have any items for it. Like, I mean, I I have the the the, the resistance, the cloaks of resistance, but that's it. No. So okay. So nobody has scrolls or potions of protection from fire. No, no I oh. just have something I can cast. I have I think we talked about how many spells Elagos could cast. No, no, we leveled that established that the best way it is to have, have Lucy do it. Right. So how many scrolls so, spell protection from fire can Lucy cast? I can do resist energy, which is the second level spell that I can cast up to seven times. Um, so, but it's just the energy is, um. So, can you cast protection from the third level, or only the second level? No, I can only cast the, uh, um, resist energy. Okay. Now, protection. 
Argos would be able to cast protection from energy. Yes. It is a third level cleric spell. And we can also, of course, buy scrolls or potions of it if we desire to, of either spell, desire to. How long does it last? Um, they're, they last a relative, uh, they last not a super long. So, do you guys want some logistics on this? It'd be great. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, for starters, uh, folk can make me a survival check. Nakoda can give you some um, basic information anyway. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so still, Silva, you're pretty sure that, you know, the worm will be large. Yeah, it's gonna be scary. Yeah, can we yeah, prepare ourselves, guys? So can, um, can we get a survival check from, um, from Nakoda actually is good at survival? Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's just six. I know, but I was rolling to assist. <laughs> yeah, and you did not succeed in assisting. I <laughs> <laughs> like Eligos, who is either made a survival, possibly made a survival check, or definitely. Yeah, that was a straight survival check. Okay, so Eligos has a sixteen for knowledge giant worm. Bill. <laughs> Uh, and we're all relying on him to tell us what truth is. Yes. Well, it depends on if Nakoda can do it with a 12. So, but, yeah. Nakoda can tell you, um, ish, you know, this hex is Cindermore's hunting grounds. Um, that's not particularly secret. Um, Alagos is, is, you know, perfectly competent to find his way there, but not, um, Admittedly not terribly versed in hunting down giant purple worms, uh, you, you could guess some some sort of basics about uh, hunting in general, how to interact with such a creature. Like, it's not just going to be sitting around with its thumb up its nose, not that it has thumbs or a nose, excuse me. <laughs> um, it's not... I imagine, like, I read some books about giant worms and this is how they... Speaking they about books, with the land or whatever. Mm, makes Speaking sense. about sense. books, does Elagos have a book on it? Uh, it's going to be solid. I'm rolling a survival check. Yeah, but don't you have like a, a library that can bu- put bonuses to knowledges? Yeah, that would be if I were rolling nature. Okay. Darn it, why did a Crojan leave? Come back, Crojan, we want you now. We want you for 10 seconds and then you can bugger off. <laughs> Lucy, you're more than an 11th level caster, aren't you? Uh, yeah, level 11, yeah. So, you're, um, not more, no. She is not level 11. Just, just at level 11. <laughs> Your resistant energy is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is, it is good. So, 
if we have resist energy cast on us, oh sorry, no, anyway, Jared was talking about worms. Go ahead. Uh, basically that it's a, um, uh, that it's a sentient creature, so it won't just be sitting in one spot, it'll sort of be hunting in that general area, but basically, you can't rely on will turn up, it will be sitting there, we'll engage it at our time and leisure. You're gonna to have to, you've got a pretty good place to start, but you're gonna to have to actually find it. Um, which is largely relevant from the point of view that you can't necessarily put on your like 10 minute per level buffs and then walk up to it. Well, theoretically what we'd do is we'd find it then buff ourselves. In theory, yeah. In theory, yes. Yeah, El- yeah. El- Elagos does not know much about it. Um, that is um, not a particularly substantive check. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so. So that's basically what the GM is advising you from that point of view. So how resist energy and protection from energy is... Um, the resist energy basically if Lucy casts that on some if say Lucy casts that on silver then so for the um, 10 minutes per level so in Lucy's case the, the 110 minutes um, each time silver takes fire damage he deducts the first 30 points off it and then takes the rest yep so, yeah, I, I seem to remember that was our plan yeah, yeah. So relying on, I think it would be really nice if our kindly cleric wizard would get us some backup, a couple of backup protections. But they don't stack with each other very well, so you're not meant to use them both at the same time. Uh, you can, in fact. Um, protection is basically sort of ablative armor. You take 150 points of fire damage and then it goes away. Resistance is every time you take fire damage, you remove X from it. So it depends. The the basic difference between them is one is useful if you're about to take a crap load of fire damage. Resistance is more useful if you're going to take a lot of low-level fire damage, like you're walking through a hot area continuously. Yes, you become DR fire. So, yeah. so, yeah, too far. Say, yeah. wandering around on the plane of fire, to take an example entirely at random. So both are useful to you. Protection is probably the more useful one in terms of a gigantic fiery worm is going to eat me. But it resists is probably more useful for exploring a plane of fire. If we had to do that. Yeah. Do we, have, do we have those two spells available, or do we only just have the... <laughs> you've, you've got Elagos. Everything is everything that's on a level he can cast yeah. is largely available to him. Pretty much. And, I mean, e- even then, there's nothing stopping you from... Because you're now a high-level, high-magic party, there's nothing stopping you teleporting off to Karamega, buying scrolls of whatever, and then coming back again. Yeah. yeah. It is a... It is a third level spell, so I can cover the whole, I can afford to cover the whole party with protection um, from fire. So there's not a lot of point having them both up at the same time because protection acts first. So protection absorbs, depending on cast level, up to 120 points of damage. If you have a resist and protection up, the protection starts burning itself out first. And then after the protection is all used up, you start getting your resist pit advantages. Hmm. 
But I, it would be nice to have both as options. But given the amount that we have the spell resource, I don't know that we necessarily want to buy Squawker. Hmm. What I wonder about getting a scroll, um, I wonder if I need a knowledge check to know about the spell. Um, out of character, I would like to look into having a word of recall. I don't know if I need to make some kind of checks for Jack to know that. Uh, it certainly Elagos would know. It's a cleric spell that he's theoretically capable of casting. What one? Word of Recall is a six-level cleric spell. It's it's not one you are actually capable of casting, but in theory it's on your clerical spell list, so it's a thing that you are aware of. Um, I'm not entirely sure I see the point, dear huh? Is it so that we can leave really fast? Uh, it, it was sort of getting back, having an emergency escape from yeah. the room if we if we don't have another way out. True, yeah, but so you're, it's, it's a, an escape route. Uh, we got teleport. Yeah, teleport and dimension door would both do the same thing in a simpler fashion. That's very true. Okay, never mind. It was based on other character experience from what games where I haven't had that teleport resource. Yeah, that'd be Kalen, right? Yep. <laughs> now, now he travels with a high level sorcerer. He has teleport, but he didn't used to. Cool. I mean, I can um, prepare the um, protection from uh, fire, and um, uh, Lucy can prepare the fire stuff on the day that we get to the place where we go. Yep. So, does it, can anybody think of any other protection, um, preparations, preparations that we want to do, or do we want to start looking for, um, I mean, walking to the area where he is first and then looking for him? Um, did Crojan mention it, like, Crojan's jumped into the moor, has he, or has he not? No, absolutely not, um. Uh, does Nicole, he know what? Does he know what the creature does when somebody jumps in? Does it jump? Does it bite at you? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, vis vis vis. Let me catch up for a moment. Uh, so, Nakoda can tell you um, that uh, the theory is um, Amalia Eyes of Flame was swallowed alive by Cindermore and yeah. returned, and. That's now a big deal um, to the Shawante. So, among other things, one of the problems you will have here is the Shawante will be pissed if you kill this thing. Yeah. Um, which is an option completely available to you, but you actively know the Shawante will be pissed about it. Um, the... Um, uh, honestly, I'm sure I've said something about Crojan before, but I can't recall it at this point. So, what I, what all I'm looking for is is will the the creature bite at us when we jump in? Uh, I'm not if, sure. I follow the context. Well, if what you're asking, Susan, is will we take damage if we are swallowed by a giant fire breathing with a giant fire worm? I think the answer is yes. Was that the question? 
Um, well, I'm, I was seeing whether or not we needed to have extra armor or hit points or something for the initial jumping in part. Um, so you're talking about getting chewed on and digested by a gargantuan worm whose stomach is on fire. Yeah. There's no world in which it isn't going to hurt. Okay, so do we need to come up with something to, to get more hit points? You can. Because I'm not sure how many hit points we're talking about here. All oh, right, you're worried that you might flat out die when you... When well, that, that not jet. necessarily me. I'm pretty sure that I should be okay, but people like Lucy and Elagos may not be. Um, I was planning to call him more. Oh, okay. That's an option too. How about Lucy? What kind of thing have you got? Um... I was going to try the charm monster and then try to walk into the- <laughs> Please be nice to me, Mr. Sundamore. <laughs> I am only slightly just less like, crazy than my friend. Please open your mouth really, really wide so you can just walk in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Please, Mr. Sundamore. Nice to Mr. Sundamore. Don't hurt me. Oh, no, I think that'll work, but it'll be hilarious if it does. I'm just gonna see Garen try to ride it with animal handle. He's getting there. Slowly but surely he's getting there. So it's the um, ridiculous things you can do with this worm party? I don't know, I just like. Yeah. What is the worm? Have we made checks to figure out what the worm is? Uh, it's a monster. It's a it's a purple worm. It is a magical beast, and I believe um To be honest, no, I don't think you have because I think the point is it, it came up and we went, Cool, we'll look at that when you actually get there, because there's no point me telling you seven week seven or eight weeks in advance while you're in the harrowing. Oh yeah, so yeah. what is the knowledge for what Arcana. Is the worm? Magical beasts. I don't think this will impede you in any way, Elagos, but you can't polymorph into something that's gargantuan-sized because then you, it won't be able to swallow you. That actually wasn't my plan. My plan was really small. Right. Yep, yep. That makes considerably more sense. I have um, no conception of um, about giant worms. Elagos, on the other hand, knows everything about giant worms. What does he know about giant worms? God damn near everything. Well, it was his thesis subject. (laughs) Silver has a blank face. Alright, I know lots more about purple worms than some people. (laughs) Yeah, in Silver's house, the purple worm refers to something else. Yes. I think you'll find references to such a beast in Red and Tooth and Claw, and uh, I recall a small paragraph in uh, the Codex of Infinite Planes. Let me see. <laughs> the Codex of Infinite Planes? Are we playing Dragon Age? <laughs> <laughs> I've got these books on my sheet, which are actual books in this universe that I have oh, in my nice. in my library. Sweet. Aha. Uh-huh. Our previous character would have approved of you yeah. so much. Uh, she was a, a library nerd. 
So, Elagos, you know all the things. Um, <laughs> all the things. What would you? Yeah. What would you? What would you prefer I did with this as as a player, not as a character? Uh, I can either just info dump to the table, or I can point you to where you can find that information, and you can info dump to the table. Oh, why don't you info dump to the table doing your Elagos impression? <laughs> All right. Wow. Remember when you when you leave and when you storm off and a half that you asked me to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me rolling knowledge to planes. I'm just trying to fix my knowledge to planes. Uh, so, guys, remember when we're rolling checks? Um, when we're rolling knowledge checks with time, um, you guys also have use of my library, which is a plus two. Oh, nice. True. Which, oh. which the, um, the character sheets won't account for any modifiers that aren't, um, pretty permanent. Hmm. So you yeah. just, but you can just do the math in your head after the fact and go, cool, that brings me up to a 33 kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're starting at a zero, it's... Yes, yes. Well, if you don't know anything, if you, if you just went to the academy and just flirted with girls and learned to cast prestigitation instead of taking any classes, this is what happens. Hey, my girlfriend was really smart. Oh, so he took classes. There were some pretty hot teachers. Allow me to speak upon the worm, for the moor of cinders was a beast even in yonder day in my time. You asked for this, Merida. No, I think it's great. Yeah, so far so good. One could presume upon the characteristics of a conventional purple worm. That is to say, the creature will be great in size, uh, and such a beast is of considerable might. It can be of great difficulty to gain stand such a thing toe-to-toe. We can expect it to be exceedingly strong and exceedingly large. That the, cre- that the beast will strike with a great amount of strength and fury. More so, we should be concerned that it will not swallow until its prey is fatum. That as a hunter, it knows not to devour that which is not close to death, is unlikely to swallow us upon thy first bite, to put it in another way. One must also be concerned for the worm's sting, the ambushcade that can strike one from behind, the foul poison seeping into one's veins to drain the very strength from thy muscles, before the creature devours you. It is within the realms of possibility that not all of us must thusly be devoured, for all we seek is to make kid paws of of the horn that we should find within, as opposed to any greater expedition to yonder plains of fire. That is what we would face in a conventional worm. Cindermore, one imagines as a defender of the Shuante people, is less likely in the nature of an ordinary purple worm to simply create a catawampus where it goes. But 
Instead, such an influent beast is most likely to have a foundment of intelligence not greater than a man, but far more than an animal upon its actions. And, of course, we should surmise that if such a thing doth burn from within, that it is highly unlikely that it can be burned from without. Would people like an Elagos to English translation at this point? That was awesome. God, that's so hard to do. Fuck you, Meredith, for making this <laughs> no, no, like I understood all of that and amazing. So yeah, fantastic. I love a bit about the cat Walpus. Yeah. <laughs> so basically Elagos knows that an ordinary purple worm is fundamentally just a really big really strong monster um, that it's capable of poisoning you strength draining poison um, that it is not going to simply just roll up to you and eat you because it's it's a predator. It wants you dead or at least approaching dead before it's going to eat you. Uh, and it's, it's going to need to either it's in significant enough danger that it just tries to swallow you or you look like you're in enough danger that, it's fi- that it figures it's okay to swallow you and finish you. Um... An ordinary purple worm is not particularly clever. Elagos expects Cindermore will be significantly clever because it is an old, um, almost totemic thing to the Shawante. Uh, he expects it to, by and large, be completely immune to fire um, because it's on fire in the inside. Logically, it's not going to be on fire on the outside. Fireballing it on the outside isn't going to do much. Aforther, it will be plightful to it to apply a freeze and a chill rather than that of more heat and flame. Uh, like many fire-type things, it is vulnerable to cold. And as we doth hunt the beast, we should be concerned in our awareness that we do not simply wander across the plains for the beast is likely to bunch from beneath. A borrower, thou understands. I'm so freaking embarrassed doing this. <laughs> wow. I do this every week. And I'm not even going to bother trying to do the rest of this in character. Um, that's what Elagos knows from what an ordinary purple worm is. What he would assume with Cindermore is that fire is going to do nothing to it. If anything, it'll probably help it rather than hurt it. Coals will hurt it. And Elagos, some of these are guesses because um, yes. Cindermore has not been made a study of and it is a one-of-a-kind thing. Oh my the god, o- you mean I could write the definitive study of Cindermore? You could, <laughs> and you should probably you should probably be aware that um, if it has fire in its stomach, then like something that you have studied on occasion in your arcane knowledge as a dragon, it can probably project mm-hmm. that fire and literally yeah. breathe fire very much like a dragon would. Yeah. Cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm gonna write a book about a giant purple worm. Yeah. Only if you survive. Yeah. History is written by the the, the, the champions, the, the people who won. Yeah, so and again, I suppose Inside you the more of Cinderworm. Inside the more of Cinderworm. Meditations from Elagos the Wise. <laughs> yep. Meditations from within the flame. Suppose, 
if you do die, you could always ghostwrite it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, Adam. Well. <laughs> you know they're actually bringing Ghost Rider back. <laughs> um, guys, it's ten thirty-five. Good lord. Yep. That happened yeah. quickly. Yeah, well, 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 but this was particularly half because the treasure division took ages, but you know, now we've done it, so that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I propose that we say goodnight and, you know, next week we fight some, we um, try and track down a giant worm. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Sure, so. And, yep, sorry, go. You make your contemplations, uh, if people want to look at roll 20 here, this will be my dumb dumb dumb. Um, you make your contemplations and, Wonder how you could find find such a beast, face it down, survive it, and manage to get it to swallow you. And wonder what devastating forces await in the Cinderlands. Could they look something like this? <laughs>